3: The station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news: ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS,
4: Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, eight o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. More documents linked to President Biden found. We have the story. Wichita teen
5: hospitalized after ingesting pot-based gummy. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead.
3: I'm Rodney Price. There's a new chair and chair pro tem for the Sedgwick County Commission. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Parts of south-central Kansas saw rain-snow mix overnight, but that is making its way out. And as it does, temperatures will be much colder today with a gusty north wind. How long will this last? Our forecast here in just a few minutes.
4: More potentially classified documents tied to President Biden have been found by his legal team.
6: White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre defended her boss. He believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. No word yet on where the latest batch of documents was found or when. Meanwhile, Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley tells Fox he wants this situation handled the same way as when classified documents were found at former President Trump's estate.
3: The Democrats say they're all for equity. Well, what's equitable here is that there be a special counsel.
6: The attorney generals assigned the U.S. attorney in Chicago to review some of the documents. In Washington, Jill NATO, Fox News.
5: FlightAware.com says more than 10,000 flights were delayed and more than 1,300 canceled in the United States yesterday after an FAA computer system crashed. That's a system that usually messages pilots, notifying them of safety issues. Some passengers at Denver International Airport were not pleased.
2: I was hanging out in the lounge, and then they made an announcement that the FAA grounded all planes until 9 a.m. It was such
4: a weird thing when we did pull away from the... The gate of seeing all the planes just lined up, parked.
5: A corrupt computer file is getting the blame for all this.
4: A student at Wichita's Krista McAuliffe Middle School was hospitalized after ingesting a marijuana-based gummy. Officials say a school nurse was contacted by the teen Tuesday. Police and EMS were called. It was learned that six other students between the ages of 13 and 14 were involved. USD 259 is investigating for possible disciplinary actions. The case will also be presented to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office.
5: At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board selected a new chair and
3: a chair pro tem for the year. Commissioner Pete Meitzner was the sole nominee for chairman. He previously served in the role in 2020 and 2021 and replaces outgoing chairman David Dennis. Next, the chair pro tem was selected. Current pro tem Sarah Lopez and Commissioner Jim Howell were nominated for the role and by a three-to-two vote, Howell was selected. The pro tem serves as chairperson in the chairperson's absence. Rodney Price, KNSS News,
4: it was the first meeting for the new fourth district, Sedgwick County Commissioner
7: Ryan Beatty. I really just would like to thank the people of District Four in Sedgwick County for for the opportunity to serve. It's something I'm truly grateful for. I'm honored to be in this position. It's a responsibility I take very seriously.
4: Beatty said hyper-partisanship and a lack of civility has created a toxic environment and all levels of government, and he pledged to listen and respect the opinions of others but disagree gracefully when the time comes. A Republican
5: lawmaker continues to face calls to resign. Fox's Ashley Stromeyer reports.
8: The freshman lawmaker is being pressed by four House Republicans to resign amid reports he misled voters on parts of his resume and biography. Nassau GOP chairman Kairos said he disgraced the House of Representatives. He also called for his immediate resignation and says he's not welcome at the Republican Party headquarters for meetings or events. Well, Santos saying, "I was elected to serve the people of NYO3, not the party and politicians. I remain committed to doing that and regret to hear that local <laughs> officials refuse to work with my office, I will not resign.
5: And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says Santos will not be a part of any committees.
4: KNSS News Time now, 8.05, oh five minutes past 8 o'clock. Former Kansas Jayhawk has a nice
5: night in the NBA and a little bit of shocker basketball history will be coming up in sports in a few minutes.
4: Brace yourself if you're getting ready to buy a new car. With that story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve at Ted, 808, now eight minutes past eight o'clock. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment has rescinded a boil water advisory for the City of Pretty Prairie, public water supply system in Reno County. The advisory was issued because of a water main break causing low water pressure in the distribution system. Laboratory testing samples collected from the city of Pretty Prairie indicate no evidence of bacteriological contamination and all other conditions that place the system at risk of contamination are deemed by the KDHE officials to be resolved. A 14-year-old boy in Wisconsin shot
5: a girl repeatedly, apparently over a breakup. Police say the girl begged for her
2: life, but her boyfriend told her, you have to die. Racine police say miraculously, Jasleen Jones, who is also 14, is expected to recover. The boy, Aliyah Olson is being charged as an adult with attempted murder. Cops say Jasleen told Olson during a walk along some railroad tracks that she wanted to break up with him. And that's when, they say, he pulled out a revolver
4: and shot her multiple times. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. In addition to the three R's... New Hampshire schools could soon be teaching the two C's. Communism and cursive would be part of the mandatory curriculum under a pair of bills harking back to bygone eras of history and handwriting. The sponsors of both proposals say their legislation was inspired by conversations with concerned parents. They would require students be taught cursive writing and receive at least one hour of instruction on the nature and history of communism. Both the New Hampshire School Boards Association and New Hampshire School Administrators Association oppose the bills. They say curriculum decisions should be made at the local level. Tom Bergotti, Fox News.
5: If you're getting ready to buy a new car, get ready to pay up.
6: Kelly Blue Book says the average new vehicle price hit a record in December, about $49,500. That's up nearly 2% from November and about 5% over a year ago. They report truck sales were up in December, even though the average price paid for a new truck was over $59,000. They also say new vehicle inventory is recovering from the pandemic drop, so the number of cars and trucks on dealer lots is on the rise, but prices are staying high. Jill Nato, Fox News.
4: Yes, I paid less than that for my home. Yeah. And yes, they will finance that over seven or eight years. Right. So you can make the payment, so... That's not a total, totally bad story. Ooh. All right. Uh, KSS News Time now, 8, 11. 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic so
0: far this morning here in Wichita has been pretty good. We haven't really seen any big traffic problems here in Wichita this morning. Uh, once again, we did have some you know, snowy weather in the overnight hours, and so we could still have some wet roadways out there. Could still see a slick spot here and there, but mostly That is going to be north and east of the Wichita area, Uh, especially north of Newton. They've actually still got some uh, icy and snow-packed roadways, and uh, north and east of El Dorado as well.
4: Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We had some light wintry precipitation that passed through south-central Kansas overnight.
3: Cloudy and windy this morning with wind gusts diminishing later on this afternoon Our high 38. It'll be partly cloudy overnight. Carlo 22, then sunny on Friday with a high in the low 40s and a warm-up returning this weekend. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
4: Now cloudy sky, 32 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 32 miles per hour. Steve 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. For me, part of the Christmas season, the holiday season, big part of it is uh, the bell ringers, Salvation Army, mm-hmm. a great, great tradition and uh, there's so many good things they do at the, the holidays this time of the year. And uh, we're talking this morning with Salvation Army's local associate director, Dulce Palnow. Good morning, Dulce.
8: Good morning. Uh, great you, to be here.
4: You sent out an email the other day and I thought, well, I can read this on the air, but I want to I hear these <laughs> numbers. You've got some pretty good numbers. You were thanking folks uh, for the generosity in our community this year. And uh, you were sharing some some numbers. Tell us about it.
8: Yeah, this distribution was just extremely successful, and I had sent out an email just wanting to thank the community and the volunteers and the donors for making it all possible. Uh, our distribution that we had recently in December on the 8th and 9th, we ended up serving uh, between the month of December with some late applications, uh, about 3,300 and 14 households, and that was 8,071 children here in the Wichita community. So it was just phenomenal.
4: Yeah, and that's that's more than last year, right?
8: It was more than last year. We did an additional 800 angels over last year. So when we were in the middle of everything and getting prepared, we saw the increase, and we didn't quite have enough donations, but we put out the word in the community, and the community responded in a big way, and we were able to fill all the angels and have gifts and toys for everyone, so that was just part of the the email, just wanting to extend that thank you to everyone.
4: Dulce, we talked, of course, several weeks ago, we did an interview, and you talked about the, the effect of the, the COVID pandemic on your organization and others as well, because... Uh, as that thing hit, uh, uh, your your work got worse. You you had more people needing help, and yet you didn't have as many people donating because of the pandemic. Uh, so right. you had to really hustle to get out there and help people.
8: We did, and we were lucky to work with a partnership here in our community that helped with helped us with additional assistance when people were short on their rent, short on their utilities for just being out of work for an extended amount of time, and yeah. it really impacted a lot of people. So fortunately, we were able to keep our doors open and continue to help people. But, yeah, it was very challenging.
4: And if you didn't forget the senior citizens, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, the 413 senior citizens for the Star of Hope program,
8: right? Yes. Uh, sometimes, you know, that's it's a difficult budget that some of our seniors are experiencing, and we just wanted them to feel uh, loved and and just have that experience Christmas morning as well. So we were able to serve them with household gifts that they requested as well.
4: How how do you do the Star of Hope? Now? Is that something that people apply for, or how does that work?
8: Yeah, we put out our application so people 60 years of age and older, if they're in need of Christmas assistance, can go ahead and make that application and then in addition to the gift they also get a food voucher from the Salvation Army as well as the other households with children they get a food voucher as well and that way they're able to purchase some of the items that they might want for their holiday meal.
4: Did you have any difficulty coming up with bell ringers folks to to ring the bells in front of businesses this year?
8: We did uh, I think volunteerism as a whole is down a little bit, and so with the bell ringing, that's always challenging because you know if if you have to pay bell ringers to be in front, that cuts away from the donations and those donations are used not only at Christmas but really year round we're We're wow. funding um we're helping with our shelter with that, we're helping with utilities with that, with food assistance. All of those things year-round that um, those donations really bring in.
4: Well, so you use volunteers on bell ringing, right? Uh, but We do. It's just yes. not something where you have to actually uh, stand there or sit there for 12 or 13 hours. I mean, you can do it in the shorter shifts and where it's manageable, right, if you want to help out that way?
8: Absolutely. There's shifts for just, you know, a couple of hours that people can go out and just make a difference in a very small amount of time, really.
4: Yeah. And you'll do something to do at the end of the day. Feel good about yourself. How about that?
8: Yes, it goes for a lot of different purposes that really help yeah. you know a multitude of individuals right here in Wichita and the surrounding areas.
4: Well, see thanks for being on with us this morning. As I said, I could have read a, a couple of paragraphs, and not that you're a bad writer, but it, it's,
8: it's, it's, it's a little
4: better coming from you. And thank you for being with us this morning. And thank you of, so much. Best of uh, our best to you and the Salvation Army, Dulce Pal. our guest today here, Stephen Ted. Talking about Salvation Army here at Christmas time. As uh, just passed, 8 17, Stephen 10 in the morning, and it is sports time again. Here's Ted Woodward.
5: Yes, and of, yes. of course, uh, the NFL playoffs begin this weekend, and the Kansas City Chiefs, because they finished in the top spot in the conference, get to rest. They have the week off. Everybody else has to play in the conference, but the Chiefs get a bye week to open up the playoffs, so it's a nice week of rest to get ready for the postseason for the Chiefs. And, of course, the Chiefs' Kingdom show is a weekly product, and it's hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Chiefs' Kingdom show at 6 o'clock tonight. You can listen to that on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And our weekly Thursday morning minute with Mitch coming up in just a few minutes. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The New York Knicks win at home in Madison Square Garden. Beat the Indiana Pacers 119-113. to Starting at guard for the Knicks, former Kansas Jayhawk Quentin Grimes. The action on MSG.
7: Pacers don't want to foul. Quickly to the rim. Kicks. Grimes waiting for three.
6: Nails it.
5: Grimes, one of his four three-pointers on his way to 18 points and five rebounds. Starting the second half of the season, another win for the Knicks. They've won five of their last six. They're in the number six spot right now in the Eastern Conference college women's basketball we had action here in town tonight last night for friends university on the west side of town friends beating mcpherson 65 58 friends women still in third place in the conference they are eight and one on home court this season friends ladies are now 12 and five on the season and they are on a three game winning streak tennis star naomi osaka announcing that she is pregnant.
2: Osaka tweeting that she hopes this year will be full of lessons and that she will see everybody at the Australian Open in early 2024. The former world number one recently withdrew from this year's Australian Open, which begins in a few days. Osaka has won four career majors but hasn't played a full match since losing in the first round of the US Open last year and played in just 11 tournaments in 2022. Her last title came at the Australian Open in 2021 and she hasn't made it past the third round in a major since osaka has also opened up in the past about her mental health telling reporters after a loss at the 2021 u.s open that tennis was no longer bringing her joy that was followed by osaka taking several months off from the sport i'm eric messersmith fox news
5: we had something pretty happen pretty interesting happen this week in the nba
2: Free throws in basketball may be less exciting than extra points in football, but a fundamental of the game that gets practiced every day from Pee-wees to the pros proved most important to the Miami Heat Tuesday.
3: He makes this a 40-for-40 at the line.
2: Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat made a basket with under 13 seconds left to even the score with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Fouled on the play, Butler was awarded a free throw attempt.
4: And Butler
1: makes it 40 in a row. Miami leads it.
2: On TNT, the Miami Heat became the first team in NBA history to attempt 40 foul shots in one game and make every shot. 40 for 40. One better than the previous record set in 1982. Jimmy Butler, a perfect 23 of 23 from the line. Jared Max, Fox News.
5: And speaking of 40, it was 40 years ago on this night. Wichita State and men's basketball on national TV, which back then was very rare. Yes, sir. It was a national audience for the Shockers on the new cable TV startup, a little network called TBS that Ted Turner has invented, named after himself. Well, the Shockers put on a show. Of course, they were on probation that season, so really all they had was the regular season to play for and got a national TV audience they put on a show. Antoine Carr had 26 points. Xavier McDaniel had 22 rebounds. At Levitt Arena as the Shockers pummeled Tulsa, 92-74. I had forgotten that
4: Antoine and, and, uh, and X, X were on the same, on the same team, team at the same time. X was a few years Who younger. Else was on that? Do you, do you remember the lineup at all? Maybe I'm throwing no, Aubrey Sherrod Aubrey's was also
5: a big part of that team.
4: Yeah. There you go.
5: Jay Jackson. That's a good player, Carl Papke. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great player, yeah. yeah. And of course, on the other side of the basketball, you had Ricky Ross, a Wichita That's guy that south. was playing for Tulsa yeah. by that point. And he had 16 points and six steals and six rebounds in wow. that game. Wow! The Shockers won their 11th game in a row that night, and they put on a national show on TBS, a new network. That was 40 years ago on this night. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 8:22
4: now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean says he's never going to give up his gas stove. Okay. That's coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS.
3: This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and thirteen thirty KNSS.
4: Good morning, Steve Bankinson. Ted Woodward here on KNSS. Thirty-two degrees now. Fire destroyed a house in East Wichita Wednesday afternoon. This in the thirty-eight hundred block of North Greenwich. First responders found flames shooting sixty feet into the air. No injuries reported. The House was determined to be abandoned, and it was declared a total loss. cause of the fire is under investigation.
5: Yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting was the first for the new Commissioner, Ryan Beatty. To my colleagues on the commission,
7: from this seat in District 4, you're going to have an individual that's going to listen. You're going to have an individual that will respect and will honor your opinions. I'm going to contend for my ideas honorably. And when we do have disagreement, and we will, because disagreement is a healthy, good thing, I will disagree from this seat. I'll do it gracefully.
5: Beatty says the community and the dignity of the office deserve nothing less.
4: Kansas Attorney General is asking the state's highest court to reconsider a landmark decision protecting access to abortion months after a decisive statewide vote affirming abortion rights. Attorney General Chris Kobach says one reason for the Kansas Supreme Court to reconsider its 2019 ruling is the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in June overturning Roe v. Wade and declaring that the U.S. Constitution does not grant a right to abortion access. The Kansas Court is set to reconsider that issue and others in two abortion cases on January 30th. A detention officer in Arizona arrested for allegedly
5: trying to bring drugs into a jail in Phoenix.
6: Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone announcing the arrest of detention officer Andres Salazar, accused of attempting to smuggle about 100 fentanyl and methamphetamine pills into Lower Buckeye Jail.
7: We will be prosecuting
0: him for possession or use of narcotic drugs, promoting prison contraband and transport for sale.
6: Also with counts related to theft for allegedly falsifying overtime slips. Penzone says the drugs were intercepted, adding officials believe this was Salazar's first attempt, revealing 172 inmates were taken to the hospital because of drug-related incidents last year, and the county will purchase scanning machines for its jails to check for any incoming contraband. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
4: Flag-waving admirers lined the sidewalk outside the National World War II Museum in New Orleans Wednesday to greet the oldest living survivor of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor as he marked his upcoming 105th birthday.
7: Joseph Eskenazi of Redondo Beach, California told reporters after posing for pictures with his great-grandson, who was about to turn five, his 21-month-old great-granddaughter and six other World War II veterans All in their 90s, that quote, "It feels great." Eskenazi turns 105 on January 30th. He had boarded an Amtrak train in California Friday for the journey to New Orleans. The other veterans representing the Army, Navy, and Marines flew in for the event. They were visiting thanks to the Soaring Valor Program, a project of actor Gary Sinise's charitable foundation, dedicated to aiding veterans and first responders. The program arranges trips to the museum for World War II veterans and their guardians. Eskenazi was a private first class in the Army when the attack took place. His memories include being awakened when a bomb fell but didn't explode near where he was sleeping at Schofield Barracks. Reverberating explosions as the battleship USS Arizona was sunk by Japanese bombs and machine gun fire from enemy planes kicked up dust all around him after he volunteered to drive a bulldozer across a field so it could be used to clear runways. He says he didn't know why, but his hand just went up when they asked for volunteers. He was at the Army Schofield Barracks when the December 7, 1941 attack began, bringing the U.S. into the war. About 2,400 servicemen were killed in the attack. The museum opened in 2000 as the National D-Day Museum, and has expanded in size and scope since then. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
4: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
3: Good morning. An area of low pressure continues to move on off to the south and east of us. We are on the colder side of that, so we saw some wintry precipitation overnight. And with a clearing sky today, windy with a high 38. Partly cloudy tonight, tarlow 22. Sunny 42 tomorrow with a high in the low 50s by Saturday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday.
4: Now cloudy, 31 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 39 miles per hour. Stephen, ten in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Time for Entertainment News, The Blur with Ted Woodward. uh, Guitar superstar
5: Jeff Beck has passed.
6: Legendary rock guitarist Jeff Beck, who played with the Yardbirds and his own, the Jeff Beck Group, and more recently recorded and
8: toured with Johnny Depp, has died. His publicist in a statement said, On behalf of his family, it is with deep and profound sadness that we share the news of Jeff Beck's passing. After suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis, he peacefully passed away. Beck, born in the U.K., began his career in his late teens and in 1965 replaced Eric Clapton on guitar for the Yardbirds, but left them in 67 and went solo, mostly recording instrumental records. He was 78 years old. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
5: Let's see what's going on in the world of music. I want to rock! rock!
6: Members of Twisted Sister have always wanted to rock, and it seems like those desires are still going strong. I wanna- The group's members will strap on the instruments one more time later this month when they are inducted into the Metal Hall of Fame after calling it quits as a touring band back in 2016. It was previously announced that Twisted Sister would be one of this year's inductees, but then vocalist Dee Snider tweeted, Looking forward to playing together for the first time since 2016, especially the rehearsal. It's not known who will be handling drums for the performance. Fans will remember the band's longtime drummer A.J. Pirro died of a heart attack in 2015 one thing's for sure whatever ends up going down will be epic laura engel fox news
5: here we are on the
1: 12th of january it's january 12th and this is your fox daily snapshot it's time for a little international flavor as we celebrate national curry chicken day now when making real curry chicken don't automatically grab for the curry powder real curry chicken is stewed in a sauce of ghee or clarified butter onion garlic an array of spices and chilies and then served over rice few things are more delicious Also on this date, Timely Comics was founded by publisher Martin Goodman in 1939. It would later become a little company called Marvel. And in 1991, the U.S. Congress granted the authority to the 41st President George Herbert Walker Bush to wage war against Iraq and end their illegal occupation of neighboring Kuwait. If it's your birthday today, you share it with the king of all media, radio personality Howard Stern, born in 1954. And the man who founded Amazon, Jeff Bezos, born in 1964. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot.
5: Universal Studios is making its way to Yeehaw, Texas.
6: They say everything is bigger in Texas. Well, Frisco, Texas will be getting a lot bigger with a new Universal Studios theme park and resorts. The company has acquired land along the Dallas North Tollway in Frisco and plans to build a family-focused theme park with rides, shows, and a 300-room hotel. Frisco city officials, business leaders, and tourism representatives join Universal executives to make the announcement. Officials say the park will be unlike any other in the world and is specifically designed to inspire fun for families with young children. The Frisco theme park on 97 acres will be a smaller version of Universal Studios parks in Orlando and Los Angeles. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
5: Let's hit the late night crew. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC.
0: While the cost of other food has declined in recent months, the price of eggs still remain extremely high. Now when you order eggs in a diner, the waiter's like, get a little Jeff Bezos over here. <laughs> Late night with Seth Myers, NBC.
5: President Biden said yesterday that he
3: was surprised by the news that classified documents were found in his old think tank office and added he wasn't sure what was in the files. Ah, uh, yes, the old grandpa caught shoplifting maneuver. Uh, what's
5: that? There's something in my pocket. Oh, Charleston Chew?
1: How could that happen? Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC. According to some new research from healthcare agencies here in California, cannabis-related emergency room visits have skyrocketed, especially among senior citizens uh, since it became legal for recreational use. One of the reasons that they cite is older people are used to pot from when they were young, and when they try the weed that they grow today, it hits hard. It's like if the last movie you saw was starring Humphrey Bogart, and then you walked into Avatar 2.
0: (laughs) And the late show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. The no-tan system was a little antiquated because it was created in 1947 and modeled after messages used to alert ship captains to hazards at sea, which explains why the most common message pilots get is, there she blows! Sad note.
5: Wichita actress Kirstie Alley, today would have been her 72nd birthday. Of course, she just passed away a few weeks ago. Yeah. Today would have been her birthday. Uh, let's take a look at 80 years ago on this day, released in Wichita movie theaters, a movie called Tennessee Johnson. Story about President Andrew Johnson, starring Van Heflin, Van Heflin. and his Republican rival was Lionel Barrymore, Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. The film depicts the events surrounding the impeachment of Andrew Johnson. Like most U.S. historical films made during the 40s... It, had an underlying theme of national unity. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. during World sure. War II. The film depicts Andrew Johnson as a visionary who heals the rift between North and South, despite the efforts of his short-sighted Republican foes. Not quite mm.
4: accurate, no. i one of our weakest presidents uh-huh. with no vision Yeah, at they all, didn't really... Who they, drank too much. They didn't
5: really portray that very <laughs> much. Tennessee <laughs> Johnson. That movie came out 80 years ago today. Oh, one of my favorites. George Kresge. It's his birthday. He's 88 today. The great we know him as the amazing Creskin. Yeah. Yes. A, who was a guest here with Stephen Ted? A Did few we years have him? That's yeah.
4: right. He bent a spoon for us or something. Big
5: popular on TV <laughs> in the 1970s. Uh, of course, he was, on, he was on the Tonight show with Johnny Carson 61 times. Carson wow. loved him. Yeah. And then Letterman loved him too. He's on Letterman all the time in the 80s. He's on the Howard Stern show. Creskin says he makes predictions. He says he's not paranormal he's not clairvoyant he does not consider himself to be a psychic of course one of his big tricks was he would do these live performances and he would he would have he would have the audience hide his paycheck he said if I can't find the paycheck I won't get paid tonight apparently he did he did that show for like 30 years only like 11 or 12 times did he fail to find that check so he really? almost he almost always found it the amazing Creskin it's his birthday he is 88 today. And a sad day, one of the Bee Gees, Morris Gibb, he passed away 20 years ago today.
6: We started
3: singing when Robert and I were five, and Barry was about eight, I think, seven or eight. And it wasn't until his ninth birthday actually, he actually got a guitar, but we started singing acapella stuff, like lollipop, in our bedroom. And I remember my dad coming in and saying, oh, I thought you had the radio on.
5: Morris Gibb. 20 years ago on this day, he died suddenly at the age of 53 because of complications from a twisted intestine, and that caused him to go into cardiac arrest. My gosh, lost Maurice Gibb at age 53. That was 20 years ago today. That's entertainment news in the Blur with Stephen Ted. All right, it's
4: at 845 down. Coming up, we've got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update. Uh, Boeing 737 Max could be flying again in China this week. That's on the way. Steve is into the morning here on KNSS. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS 850 now here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Sedgwick County Commission elects Pete Meitzner its chair. Jim Howell selected chair pro tem. Student at Wichita's Krista McAuliffe Middle School hospitalized after ingesting marijuana-based gummy. More possibly classified documents tied to President Biden have been found by his legal team. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS.
0: Traffic so far this morning here in Wichita. Actually, things have been pretty good out there in Wichita. The traffic conditions weren't too bad. We did have some uh, wintry weather overnight. Didn't really affect Wichita that badly. But uh, got a little bit worse conditions north and east of the Wichita area this morning. Uh, we do still have a stalled-out vehicle, northbound I-235 pretty close to 25th street north watch for a slow down there traffic update from 98 7 and 1330 knss to brought to you by joe dubrava and carl's goodyear tire located downtown at market and waterman and online at carlstire.com your home for complete
4: car care partly cloudy breezy cooler today with a high of 38 degrees yesterday's high 55 partly cloudy and cold tonight the overnight mode 21 friday mostly sunny tomorrow's high 41 degrees now a cloudy sky North wind gusting to 39 miles per hour and 31 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Saturday and noon on Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch 579 West Douglas in Delano. Stephen's Ted in the morning, rising consumer prices in the United States moderated again last month, bolstering hopes that inflation's grip on the economy will continue to ease this year. Inflation eased to 6.5 percent in December compared with 12 months earlier. It was the sixth straight year-over-year slowdown. On a monthly basis, prices actually dipped uh, one tenth of a percent from November to December, the first such drop since May of 2020. On the stock market yesterday, the Dow up 269 points, Nasdaq up 189, S&P up 50. Will it continue this morning? Eh, probably not. Right now, the Dow is down 148 points. NASDAQ's down 114, and the S&P is down 27.
5: And a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Continued leadership in the aerospace sector, propelling Wichita State University to a top 20 ranking nationwide for engineering research and development funding. According to new data from the National Science Foundation, WSU ranks number 20 in engineering R&D, and that was attributed to a rise from $154 million up to $192 million in total R&D expenditures at the school from fiscal year 2020 into the following fiscal year.
4: After having been grounded in the country since early 2019, the Boeing 737 MAX could be flying again in China later this week. China Southern Airlines has scheduled domestic MAX flights for Friday that, if they stand, would mark the return of Boeing's most important plane to its most important international market. The MAX was grounded globally in March of 2019, following two deadly crashes in a span of five months that killed all 346 people aboard the aircraft.
5: In the Wichita offices of American Senior Benefits, focusing on helping seniors navigate Medicare and the insurance landscape, we'll soon have a new east side location. Late last month, Christy Ann Hill, American Senior Benefits Regional Manager, purchased a 12,000-square-foot office building at 1841 North Rock Road. That's across the street from Bradley Fair. She's targeting March 1st as they move away from ASB's current office at Douglas & Webb at Corporate Hills. That's local business news from the Wichita
4: Business Journal. Today is National Pharmacist Day, day focusing on the importance of pharmacies, and it honors how much they impact our health and well-being. Sure do. And over the past week or so, Shelly and I had the occasion to Go see the pharmacist and pick up some drugs on a couple of times. And uh, they're busy this time of year. Mm I don't know the way to put it. This is is cold and flu season. And they're busy filling those those, uh, prescriptions for people uh, for all kinds of maladies. Uh, So National Pharmacist Day is today. And a big congratulations to, I guess a congratulations to Pete Meitzner. He gets to be chair of the Sedgwick County Commission here for another year. They took that action yesterday. Jim Howell, the uh, chair pro temp, and uh, of course we we have Pete on with us every Tuesday morning here with mm-hmm. Steve and Ted at seven thirty-five. How about that? Coming up, we got the Glenn Beck program here on KNSS. Uh, famous D programmer is going about uh, talk about a fight to save our children from indoctrination. Ooh, that's coming up with Glenn Beck. Top of the hour news: more possibly classified documents found by Biden legal team. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Last show, news updates all day. Stephen's hit in the morning on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty, KNSS, Wichita. My partner's baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team
2: is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app.